1: what up friends it's the much maligned best of the eric zane show podcast i really hate the term best of now look just so you know if there's ever a time that you really like a segment you gotta let me know reach out to me and say if you ever do another best of show you must include this or this or this like my pal Aram, he actually helped with this edition of the best of the Eric Saint show podcast he sent along a note about the first time that I uh, featured the woman at the grocery store screaming at everybody and uh, my take on it so that's included here that's how it works thank you aram slash aram for that eric at ericsancho.com if you ever want to send me an email so Uh, but essentially what you got here is me picking out a bunch of random shit that fits so that I can give you something. I am not comfortable with you not having anything to listen to while I'm away. And frankly, me talking in, well, what is reasonably close to the current date right now, talking to you about what I'm trying to pull off, you know, it's at least something while i take some time off and of course i have to mention my sponsors that's all part of it as you know my show is on twitch twitch.tv slash eric zane live Uh, twitch and facebook brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev follow me there also follow me on twitter at eric zane show brought to you by blue frost it thank you very much and follow me on the almighty youtube search eric zane show on youtube Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, Also important to know that this uh, show comes to you each and every day from the Baldwin Ace Hardware fear bunker studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland and send me an email on the shoreliner striping inbox, Eric at Eric If you haven't figured it out. Uh, yeah, everything's got a sponsor. That's how I've been able to do this for three and a half years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to you for listening to it for this long. Let's get to it. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. My daughter, Jacqueline, was involved in an accident over the weekend. The snow fell abundantly in West Michigan. And uh, when you're a uh, father with uh, kids all over the place, Jackie, Madison, Jim, driving, and, uh, and, and, and it's the falls. You're constantly worried. Okay. So Jackie got into an accident again in this one. She was sitting there at a traffic light had, uh, n- nothing going on. I mean, she didn't do anything. And some lady, while she, she was drinking one of the, she, she described it as, uh, uh, she had one of those drinkable yogurts and, uh, this crazy lady smashed into her car and the yogurt went flying all over the interior of the vehicle. I think she posted a picture of it on social media and it looked, it looked like uh, it looked terrible. It was all sorts of jokes. Everybody was thinking it, but nobody would say it. Some of you may have said it. And then Jacqueline smashed into the guy in front of her. Jacqueline's car was damaged. The dude's car was damaged. The woman driving, she drives, she doesn't get out of her car. People are driving around them. Now, this is over on Leonard on the northwest side of Grand Rapids. And uh, she, she pulls up next to Jackie. And this is what she says. She goes, hey, really sorry. Here's my number. I got a mechanic. They take the number and they go, yeah, but you see, we got, and they're about to say, call the cops. And and this crazy bitch drives away. She left this. It was a hit and run. So, you know, Jackie's car is screwed up. Still drivable. But this is an old, this is a, you know, this is an old car. It's like a 2006, but it, you know, it, it's her car. Um, all right. And, uh, the dude in that Jackie smashed into, uh, his car is also damaged. She's driving a lease. You know, this is a, this is a mess. The first thing that has to happen is everybody. Hey, okay. Let's, uh, let's everybody's safe. Good. Let's call the cops. Well, this whole thing screwed up because this lady has left the scene of the accident. Excuse me. They call the cops cop shows up there. What happened? They explain what happened. They got this phone number. Uh, The cop calls a number. This lady picks up the phone. Hello, ma'am. This is uh, Grand Rapids police officer so-and-so. I'm at the scene of an accident that you were involved in in which uh, the people uh, are are here. And um, you have to come back. And then she's like, what? I gave him my number, and he goes, "No, it's you see, she's so stupid. This woman is so stupid." She goes, "No, it doesn't work like that, ma'am." Uh, and this, and, and what we have going on here is is uh, we need to, uh, you need to be here. You cannot leave the scene of an accident. There's a little bit more involved uh, than you just giving the phone number, and and that isn't the way it works. So she doesn't get it, and he goes, "Ma'am, what is your name?" And she doesn't give him his name. She goes, "I'm not telling you that," and he goes okay, ma'am, um, uh, this is this is turning uh, badly very quickly on you right now. I need you to come back right now. And she hangs up on the cop. Holy shit. So he goes, yep, ah, she hung up on me. What's the vehicle description? So now so now they're out looking for her. I have no idea if they caught this stupid bitch. Uh, but that's the way. This is the second time this has happened to poor Jacqueline. The first time some asshole in front of her... Uh, uh, residents smashed into her. And he actually said, I don't have insurance and kept going. You like call, I don't have insurance and just kept driving away. And then the, and then this dumb fuck smashes into her and says, yeah, here, here's the mechanics. I got a mechanics number. Give me a call. I'll, I'll put you in touch with a good mechanic. What? The nerve of these people. Holy shit. Can nobody do the right thing? So ultimately, I don't know. Uh, what's going to happen with the cops at first. I thought, okay, she's a victim of a hit and run. I mean, she's going to, okay. Uh, it's going to be taken care of on the insurance. And then I realized, I don't think it is because Jackie has uh prop just PLPD on that car. You know, like if she hurts someone or damages their car, then her, um, her insurance will, will take care of it. But, um, she is not covered for that car. If she had had like full coverage, I'm sure the deductible would have been waived. Um, Or then the person who hit it would have had to pay the deductible. But she doesn't have that coverage. It just dawned on me. So I think she's kind of screwed. Owasso, Michigan, a guy uh, gets a uh, couch from like a resale place. He, He sits down on his couch for his man cave or whatever like what the hell man this thing is uncomfortable I should have I should have sat in it before I bought the damn thing it feels like there's like rocks in it he kept complaining about it his daughter says well maybe there's something in there maybe the uh, maybe the uh, stuffing in the couch cushions is all wadded up so she unzips one of the couch cushions her dad's taking a nap he wakes up goes walking into the kitchen there's Stacks of $100 bills all over the kitchen table. He's like, What the hell? She's like, This is what you were sitting on. The couch was loaded with stacks of $100 bills. They counted it out $43,000 in cash. All right, let's pause this. If that's me, I'm concerned. I'm worried it's like a drug thing that there was somebody who was involved in something illegal and somebody's going to come looking for their cash. Like the two, uh, the two bad dudes in breaking bad, uh, you know, and they're going to kill me. So I'm worried about that. And, uh, I'm just worried that the, the word will get out and there'll be all this attention on me. So what would you do? something i didn't even think about which i probably should have like this gentleman did he thought this is not mine i'm going to give it back and he did this guy went back to the resale place where he his name is howard kirby he, he uh, he's from owasso which is uh, i think near flint he went back to the Habitat for Humanity Restore, which is, I guess, a lot like uh, Goodwill or whatever, you know, one of those places, and says, look, you need to track down who brought this couch to you because uh, they don't know that this is here. It's $43,000. If you hear something, O'Neill's having a dream and he's yipping again. Poor guy. O'Neill said, "Fuck yes, we should have. Ke- he should have kept it. Uh, they tracked down who sold the couch or donated the couch to them, and they gave the person their money back." Uh, he it says here in the article he considered how the cash could change his life. He could finish paying his house off and fix his roof, and still have money left over. He contacted a lawyer. The lawyer said, that is 100% legally yours. You have every legal right to keep this cash. But Kirby felt his faith, called him to do the right thing. And he went on a, uh, on a spree to return the money to the family who donated the couch. He repented, Motherfucker. Quote, the Holy Spirit just came over me and said, no, Howard, this is not yours. Kirby went back to the store, got in contact with the family. They arranged a meeting in the store for Kirby to return the family's lost money. But restore manager Rick Merling said initially it wasn't clear how much cash was involved. We didn't tell them what had happened because we didn't know exactly. We just contacted the people who donated and said some money was found in a item that you donated and the person who now owns a college wants to give it back to you Kirby then surprised the family with the hidden cash which had been stashed in the furniture of their recently passed grandpa that's what grandpas do old school guys didn't put it in banks they stuff it in walls furniture mattresses Uh, the feel good find was very close to going up in flames the store was swamped with furniture at the time and the uh, store and other retail shops were hesitant to take the uh, set because of its age. The family told Merlin and Kirby they planned on burning it if they could not find a turkey. uh, Turkey. What an idiot. If they could not find a taker. Kirby said he had questioned his whole life whether he'd do the right thing in a situation like this. He's glad this happened, so he knows now that he, in fact, would to me this is like a get out of jail free card right i mean after you do this you're you don't have the money but you uh you feel like you've got uh some some karma coming at you at some point um i mean if you went and and uh you know hired a hooker and uh and 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 had and the hooker's like look i don't i don't do anal and then Kirby's like, yeah, well, you know what? Can you just maybe do me this solid? And, and then he like convinces her to try it. And then she's like, I really didn't want to do that. And I said, yeah, I know. But I, you know, what do you, And uh, but I agreed to do it. So it's okay. I, if I'm Kirby, I'm like, I'm owed this, right? Or is that just, is that just me? <clears throat> no idea why I took it that way. It belonged to them. And I'm glad I was able to give it back to them. Kirby said. As a born again Christian, I don't think uh, it says here, as a born again Christian, I want to do what Christ would want me to do. I don't think he's going to get a hooker and ask the hooker if he can do anal. And I think that's what he would want me to do. Wow. What are the comments? Okay, now let's, I've been thinking about uh, starting this game with you. Um, take any article that has nothing to do politically with anything and see how many comments in that we have to go before there is a political or a trump reference okay do you think that in this story about a man giving money that he found to the rightful owner that someone will spin this on the comments to a political leaning and if they do how far would it would it be how far would it go uh first uh first one says to each his own i would have taken the money uh Hold on. My headphones are screwing up. Damn it. Uh, second comment. Would, uh, wouldn't would it have felt too heavy to whomever, who, whomever picked it up? No, no, no. Tough call on this one. Three, four, five, six. Someone's talking about ethics. So now we're getting close, I think. Seven, eight. Nine says there's two things Americans don't like telling us what to do. The government and you. Okay, that's nine. Eight said, the family who donated the couch should have gotten, given him a sizable portion of his money back. They had no idea the money was even there, so anything they got back was just a serious bonus. This guy had the right to keep it all, and instead he gave it back. A finder's fee was most definitely in order. And then nine says, there's two things Americans don't like telling us what to do. The government and you. So it's written kind of weird But that is, in fact, some type of political statement. Only nine comments on a tremendous feel-good story has now made it about that. And then after that, okay, so that's nine. Ten talks about the laws in Michigan. Eleven says, if I found a stash like that, I'd consider it a gift from God. Twelve says, interesting, So you think your God would endorse you keeping someone else's property. And number 13 says, it's how the Dems roll, isn't it? What a bunch of assholes. It's inescapable. What a fun game. I'm going to do that again on a story that's like, there is no business for anything political to be said. And yet it always goes that way. Because... People who write comments are assholes most of the time. All right, taking a quick pause. More coming up on the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. My gosh, don't forget about the sponsors like Bennett Flooring Installation. Get that flooring installed professionally in the least expensive way possible. If you are in West Michigan, reach out to Jacob and Jason Bennett, professional installers slash slash lovers 616-318-0167 for bennett flooring installation you haven't lived till the flooring department ambulance is in your driveway making a house call on flooring see what i did there bennett flooring installation reach out to them to get a complimentary measure and estimate doesn't cost you a dime to tell you exactly how much it's going to cost to put the flooring in professionally The flooring that I want you to buy is from Johnson's Carpet One Discount Outlet just down the street from the main showroom in beautiful Granville, Michigan. Okay, Chicago Drive, behind the Little Caesars, ugly tan building, small red sign on the north side of the street. You can't miss it. You're going to save huge amounts of cash when you buy it there because they buy it at an unbelievable price. Quantity so that they get it cheaper. You get it priced cheaper. You walk in, walk out with the uh with whatever it is you want to put down, carpet, any type of flooring, vinyl plank, you name it. Johnson Carpet One, discount outlet, mention my name, save an additional ten percent. How about that? In Hudsonville, Michigan, go to Bosco's pub for burgers. Okay? Now that is where I used to do the zaniac hangouts. But word on the street is that if I go there and hang out with the Zaniacs, they're going to put cyanide in my food. They want me dead. They want my head on a pike. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, while I sort that out, just know that Bosco's Pub is an amazing place for burgers and beers. Hudsonville, Michigan, March in there, say hello, and please mention my name, Bosco'sPub.com. Back to the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you to Ben for posting this. I'll post it in the comments of this podcast. It is not for the faint of heart. You have a crazy lady here who is accosting patrons at the New Haven, Michigan, Meyer store. It says, "My Meyer trips are never this interesting." And it just happened. I haven't really seen a news story about it, but what you got here is a guy who's at the uh, checkout and he starts to record as a lady approaches him telling him he has to repent. All right, now I understand that there's, uh, there are, you know, there are people in the world that maybe have a, a little bit of an issue going on upstairs. But this lady uh, uh, will not stop, and she's really angry, mean, and aggressive uh, in her approach to whoever is within her line of sight. So this poor dude uh, starts recording, and this lady uses swear words so effortlessly and weaves them into this tapestry of crazy that it's just shocking. And um, so... If you are in a place that people can hear what I'm saying, yeah, you know, well, hell, I swear all the time. So you probably have the earbuds in, or you know, you, uh, you know, it's in a spot where you, you know, you're safe. Uh, this is this takes it. This takes anything I say to the next level. So this is the audio. It's about five minutes. It goes from dude to. Um, young lady who's working also in the store who who tries to get her to calm down to the manager, to other patrons, to the cops. It's incredible. This is like my new favorite piece of audio. Check this out
2: be charity, motherfucker really? i'm just
1: trying to help you
2: i'm sorry but i don't need your help y- yes you do I mean, motherfucker <laughs> you do you do need my help sir can't you see that you son of a bitch
1: could you please just let me check out my groceries
2: <laughs> fuck you i'm trying to help you motherfucker
1: <laughs> wow this is you gotta ask jesus christ to... it's the frankness that she throws in like if it, it for you and i'd be like no dude i'm trying to help you She's like, no, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. And she says it so perfectly. Jesus. Please just let me check out my groceries.
2: Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Wow, this is. You gotta ask Jesus Christ. We're I don't all have sinners. to do anything. We're all sinners. Okay. I, he was not, he's not going to force you, you to do you're it. You're sinning right now. No, I'm not, motherfucker. I... You fucking accuser. Get the fuck out of here, you, fucking accuser. <laughs> um, you fucking accuser. You motherfucking accuser. Get the fuck out
1: of here. Wow. You motherfucking. Look ac- that guy. Wow. <laughs> so now the chicks getting involved. Oh my God alright so the guy kind of is like he's confronting her with I don't have to do anything he doesn't realize she's insane I guess I don't know maybe he does if it's me I'm kind of concerned about the other people in the store I might be looking around maybe trying to make eye contact with store people I'm like yeah tell me more yeah I want to hear it just to diffuse it or I'm going to add fuel to the fire and, and, uh, and record it I, I can't decide what I would have done in this scenario
2: user <laughs> Accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker. Uh-oh. Yes, ma'am. I'm pissed
1: because he won't repent. <laughs> I'm pissed because he won't repent. <laughs> I, I just want to get some groceries and go home.
2: <laughs>
1: Again, this is at the Meyer in New Haven, Michigan, like the other day. And uh, it it was posted, and it's starting to really uh, catch fire in a viral nature. Okay,
2: so because it's really used all that is dramatic. I don't give a fuck because it's gonna burn in hell. And you are too, bitch. Oh you
1: no! Oh no! So savior. she's trying to like look. He has his. She's trying to like talk him, talk her down, and sh- now she's uh, getting pissed off. Immaturity,
2: motherfucker. You don't have Jesus Christ as your savior. You're going to be down there fucking with them, screaming in holy fucking terror fucking fire and brimstone. Do you fucking get it? Yeah, totally understand.
1: I totally understand. But I can't
3: have him yelling his human profanities at
1: other people in the store. Fuck you! That. I mean, boy, it's, um,
2: it's it's it's, 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 not it's not the way to do, you do it. No,
1: that's up. not good. <laughs> answer my
2: fucking question. <laughs> my question. Fuck you! Don't call me ma'am. Who the fuck told you what my title is, motherfucker?
1: She 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 says, don't call me ma'am.
2: What? Shut the fuck up.
1: Okay, now the now the manager. Right.
2: Motherfucker! I can't leave in a peaceful manner. We are going to have police here. I do apologize,
1: you. Oh man, everybody's earning their pay here dealing with this beast. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the cops are on the way. After repent of the offense,
2: in order to be saved, otherwise you're going to stand turkey and fucking hell. And I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I want to
1: I I I, be I want to It's going to get more crazy <laughs> here my and that um, my She's going to Okay, so she's in this one-on-one conversation With the guy and she's losing her mind Still, she's going to take it to the next level And start addressing everyone In the store That's
2: like you know. uh, why I'm doing uh, this
1: this is my job. I'm not such it
2: job. job right my So, what I need when to you to do is. When you fuck a guy in the middle of the you're going to experience fucking
1: walking home, sir. Do you? you out there. Right? Everybody's walking around just staring at her. It's oh,
2: really fucked up. Here we go. Get, yeah, Get the fuck away from me, piece of yeah, shit.
1: I've been in my yeah,
2: position. Get no fucking way yeah. from me.
0: Ma'am. You're in my
2: personal space, bitch.
0: You're in my personal space.
2: Get out of my Ma'am. fucking personal space. Ma'am. You came over to me, motherfucker. Ma'am. I didn't come over to you. Move yourself from the space. Fuck storm. you. Yeah. Shut the up. fuck up. You all better repent. Because the kingdom of heaven is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Okay. You know,
1: now there's customers Shut
2: your fucking mouth, screaming at the
1: customers. If you
2: don't have Jesus Christ in your heart, I feel fucking sorry
3: for you.
1: If there ever was a time, if there ever was a time for Jesus to actually come down for the second coming of Christ, this would be it for him to walk in the door of Meijer. The greeter says, hello, welcome to Meyer, Jesus. He goes, good to be here, good to be here. No, I don't need a cart. You know, he walks by the uh, 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 gear for sale for the uh, for the Lions or the Red Wings. He goes by the uh, cupcakes. He's right by the meat counter, the grab-and-go, the specialty cheeses. He keeps walking right by it. He, he, he goes to the left. He sees the gift cards. He goes by the gift cards he's right by women's clothing he keeps walking there's no snow on his sandals he's getting closer and closer he can hear this this deranged woman there using her name using his name and and now jesus is on the scene he uh he he puts his hands and parts the employees and goes walking directly up to this woman and she's like Jesus, motherfucker. And then he puts his hand on her like he did to the leper, and her head blows up like that guy in scanners. Kablooey. And he's like, All right, people, nothing to see here. Clean up on aisle five. I'm gone. This is coming number two. What she said is kind of true, but uh, I'm a little bit more soft spoken about it. I'd love you to join my flock. I love you all so much. Sorry about the brain matter and the skull fragments. Uh, you're going to want to get that big chunk out of the uh, out of the Twix dispenser. I'm leaving you now. Be back in uh, about 1,200 years for the third coming, but uh, this was this had to be done. I had to do this. I love you all. Take care. Okay. By the way, um, when you look at this, after that big loud rant, she then walked up to her cart without making a word or without saying a word, and just started walking down the aisle like nothing had happened. So this lady is clearly, I mean, sir, it's this is bad. And then, so then that that crew follows her, and they they have a perimeter around her. They don't want any customers to interact with her. This is textbook. Where this is great by them. And then uh they, they keep her from going further into the store. Cops are close now. Who asked you
2: fit? Fuck you up the side of fucking inappropriate what's not this. Fuck you, I never brush my fucking teeth. Don't you fucking know that She
1: said She said, Fuck you, I never brush my fucking teeth. Don't you know that? What? What did did some guy offer her a free sample or something? Here, try New Crest. Ah! What the fuck? Where did that come from?
2: Don't you know that by now? Fuck you! Shut the fuck up, you like a fucking man! Get the fuck away from me!
1: Can, I, I didn't have the time. Maybe somebody can get a running tally on the obscenities. Uh, I'm pretty sure the, the F word the, why am I couching it? That fuck is the uh, clubhouse leader and and derivative of it
2: Get the fuck out of here, I told you. I don't give a shit. They're going to fucking... I don't give a shit. You can lock me up in a fucking prison, like without fucking parole, and I'll be better off than any one of you motherfuckers.
1: It was that character that uh, Chris Farley did. When he was uh, living in a van down by the river, she's a little bit like a like a higher intensity version of that.
2: Shut the fuck up! <laughs> fuck you, sir! Wow! Shut the fuck! Up. Yeah. Are you
1: that kind of guy? All right. Now the cops are here, and they immediately go up to her, and she. Does not give them a hard time. She puts her hands right behind her back and they cuff her. And then some lady with an equally annoying voice starts to cheer. These
2: people are going
1: to call. Now, remind me, never go to New Haven, Michigan, Meyer. Now, finally, an opportunity where, where, where the cops should shoot people and uh and it doesn't happen every time you hear about a cop shooting somebody it's always some guy who's like reading a book or uh, you know uh you know uh, eating uh eating ice cream cone on the street and uh finally an opportunity for the cops to shoot a bitch and then they, they on the news they would say good news this bitch is dead cops open fire and they don't do it frankly they, they i think they should have <laughs>
2: wow <laughs> dude you're good
3: man <laughs> I got like five minutes especially with the other two too, same
1: thing yeah this was spectacular all right quick pause more coming up on the best of the Eric Zane show podcast but first special thanks to my policy shop insurance Frank the tank fuss He has everything you need to be able to get a health care policy. If your employer does not offer you health insurance, get health insurance through the marketplace. Obamacare, 616-914-4070. That's Frank's personal number. He's going to help you get set up. Because if you go to healthcare.gov on your own, after about 25 minutes of scratching your head, wondering if you screwed the whole thing up, you probably did. You're like, did I do this right? Have Frank do it all for you at no cost. Frank's services are free. MyPolicyshop.com, 616-914-4070. In fact, if you don't want to call or text him, he's got a website set up called BuyInsuranceHere.com. Just fill out the form. Next thing you know, you're talking to Frank personally. Please mention my name. He also is the Medicare Advantage plan expert. He knows everything there is to know about uh medicare uh advantage plans parts a and b i think that's how you say it so if you or someone you know or love is about to turn 65 or is already 65 call upon frank i'm telling you he is a savior we got comedy at fullhousecomedy.com shows coming to the area the full list at fullhousecomedy.com continuing on with the best of the eric zane show podcast yeah a lot of fallout from that video that that scum that crazy maniac lady uh man you people are better than me sarah was like oh boy yeah she's mentally disturbed fuck that lock her ass up fuck that bitch we don't need her get rid of her just wipe her off the face of the earth we don't need those people around not our fault that your brain's fried she's probably a massive drug user screw that i'm getting less sympathetic by the day get the hell out put him on an island as they say as my dad says uh stevie says there are more videos of her doing the same crap can you point me in the direction for that stevie Maybe I'll be more sympathetic if I, uh, if I can get more information on her. I, I can't find that. Can you send me an email, eric at ericzancho.com, with a link to what you're describing, Toe? In the uh, in the video that I posted, or the uh, um, screenshot that I posted for this video, it's me doing that thing I do with my belly, you know this? With my fat and my extra skin that I have on my belly. Let me just tell you, I've dropped 10. Count them, 10. Just killing it. I did fall off the wagon again last night. That's the second night in five nights that I've fallen off the wagon. Uh, polished off a box of Fruit Loops after going the whole. I started out the day uh, with on a 16-hour fast. I fasted uh, for 16, 16 straight hours. Check it out. I, I uh, Then I'm like, okay, I'm walking out of Meijer after buying the pork rinds had some lime seasoned pork rinds and then uh, came home made dinner. We had uh, ribs and I, I even I ate ribs and I had uh, uh, these big tomato slices with garlic on it and cheese roasted in the oven it was awesome. And some asparagus. So that none of those are carb foods. So I'm like, yeah, shake it off, man. No big deal. This is easy. The, the weight is rolling off me. And then I had some, uh, uh, uh 92%, uh, cocoa dark chocolate which is tough to eat and i ate it mm, that's a little weird now i've got a craving to actually eat a piece of chocolate and some of the, you ever have those uh they're they're called lindor lindor they're they're balls these little chocolate balls and you bite into them and there's like chocolate jizz on the inside of them it's like a soft oh it's like incredible i found a couple hidden in like a drawer somebody's stash of these lindor chocolates I go, ah, I've i been pretty good today and I ate it and it went Poof. oh my god this is awesome I almost jizzed and then uh, I ate another one two Lindors I'm like ah fuck it I'm on a roll now let's go to the pantry and then I it was done yes back on the wagon right now alright but yeah uh, Despite that, I think I'm doing pretty good. I feel great. I got a lot of things to talk about here, including you know, some of my stuff is hard to find. I apologize for that. I got to get to the story about the dude from ISIS. The ISIS. ISIS the hut. All right. In Iraq. There's a dude who's the uh, crazy ISIS cleric. And... uh the Iraqi security forces finally arrested this guy. He has been known as Jabba the Jihadi. Uh, Was arrested. He didn't put up too much of a fight, nor did he try to get away because he is a couch-ridden, beyond morbidly obese slob five hundred and sixty pounds cannot move uh i don't it, it's just horrible to look at now uh, there's been a number of hilarious memes that have come out uh, depicting him as jabba the hut but uh this guy has been hard at work wreaking havoc for years Uh, He's known as a hate preacher, Abu Abdul Bari. They had to load him onto a flatbed truck after he was picked up. How was this guy hard to find, frankly? I mean, well, I guess if he just stays in the house all the time. Uh, He had issued fatwas, which is like a hit, leading to the execution of a number of scholars and clerics, as well as the bombing of a mosque. Uh, so they finally nabbed this fat piece of shit and, uh, he is no more, uh, th- there was a comment. I wonder how they're going to put him to uh, to, uh, to, uh, put him to death. You know, that's a thing where in Iraq, they just basically have a trial. And then right then, if you're convicted, they kill you right there. I mean, that's what they did to Saddam Hussein. No, uh, on that trial, uh, he was found guilty and they just took him out and hung him you ever see that video? I was a changed man after seeing that video. I wish I hadn't seen it. It was terrible. I actually felt kind of bad for the guy. But this dude, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with this guy. I mean, if they, if they go to hang him, you know, if he's standing in the gallows and the, and the floor opens up underneath him, he's just going to get stuck right in. I was like, guys, guys, you got to do better. I'm not dead. I'm not even close to dead. Or if they have it where it's not even a hole he falls through, they just do it on a tree, it's going to pull the tree down. He's still going to live. All right, so that's good. Uh, Jabba the jihadi is caught. Uh, I talked about this. I, I teased it in the, uh, in the social media updates about doing this podcast that a politician has alienated, uh, well, a number of young people and beyond – With uh, an unpopular opinion about video games, Joe Biden, you would think he would have more sense than this, is taking a run at uh, the video game industry, the people who play them. And he's basically spreading nonsense. And I don't know if this is going to help him. Now, a lot of people say that Biden is going to be the guy on the Democratic side. and, And as you know, I sure hope so. I mean, all the time we've talked about Biden and the fun that we have had from moments like... Look, Pat. look, here's the deal. ...has uh, has led me to like, man, I sure hope so. I hope it's a knockdown, dragout drag-out fight between uh, Trump and Biden. That will be a a real joy. Uh, But in an effort to gain voters, I don't know if this is going to help Joe Biden because he's taking a run at the video game industry with that really tired and massively inaccurate idea that video games make you kill people this is so often used uh in the in the democratic landscape about how this will make you do something a gun kills people a video game kills people which is insane all of that but yet it hasn't stopped anybody from uh from continuing to uh, uh spread this nonsense uh, he, uh, of course, campaigning to become the Democratic nominee, this, uh, this article from techspot.com, which I'll link up for you at the usual spot, shared his opinions in an interview with the New York Times. When asked about Silicon Valley's expansion of power during his time in the Obama administration, Biden said, and you may recall the criticism I got for meeting with the leaders in Silicon Valley when I was trying to work out an agreement dealing with them protecting intellectual property for artists in the United States of America. And at one point, one of the little creeps sitting around the table, who was a multi, well, close to a billionaire, told me he was an artist because he was able to come up with games to teach you how to kill people. Now, those are Biden's words. The guy who they suspect was uh, then CEO of Electronic Arts, John Ricciatello, uh, didn't say that. Biden said the video games teach you how to kill people. Uh, quote, and then one of these righteous people said to me that, you know, we are the economic engine of America. We are the ones Uh, the, the electron, the uh, oh, what do you call it? Silicon Valley, dude, probably that guy from EA said, you know, we are. Uh, uh, driving the country, which i don 't know if that 's necessarily true, but I will say that that is an entire industry that Mar- Americans enjoy and do spend a lot of money on, which does contribute to uh, plenty of money coming into the country free market that 's the way it works, you know uh and fortunately, Biden says I had done a little homework before I went in, and I said, You know, I find it fascinating. Biden continued as I added up the seven outfits, everyone is there, but Microsoft, I said, you have fewer people on your payroll than all the losses that general motors just faced in the last quarter of employees. So don't lecture me about how you've created all this employment. The point is there is an arrogance about it and an overwhelming arrogance that we are, we are the ones we can do what we want to do. I disagree. So Biden basically hates the entire video game industry here, which if you're trying to win young voters, I don't know if that's the best idea because, you know, everyone who's young plays those video games. Uh, Have there been uh, young people who've done crazy-ass shit uh, and they happen to play video games? Yep. That's because everybody plays video games and because they are crazy. The video games don't make people crazy. Uh, Biden has expressed his distaste for video games in the past during 2013 while he was vice president. He proposed an additional tax on violent media, including violent games. First of all, stop right there. If you're taxing violent video games, why are you taxing violent video games? Are you taxing violent video games because you want to because you want them to stop making them? Because that's not going to work. Or are you capitalizing on the fact that everyone plays violent video games and that makes him or anyone just as bad as it makes you a hypocrite? In my opinion, you would work to make it so those things can't exist anymore, which is not going to happen. But to tax them, if you're saying, oh, yeah, video games kill people, let's tax them and make money on it. Well, that makes you a hypocrite, you dumb fuck. Despite numerous studies... Showing zero link between violent video games and real-life violent crimes, we've seen several politicians suggesting extra taxes be added to the titles. The White House famously used a video to illustrate violence in games back in 2018, which are often blamed for uh, following mass shootings. It led to the International Ga- Game Developers Association saying that games should not be made a scapegoat for the gun violence pro- For Well, it should say violence problem. It doesn't have to be gun violence problem.
0: Parker, engineering your success.
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: All right, a quick pause in the best of the Eric St. Show podcast to mention my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EB. I recommend buying a hybrid definitely you know your carbon footprint is really small if you got a hybrid i don't care what anybody tells you and if you ever get in the weeds you need that thing worked on you take it to irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev but they specialize in you know everything but the only thing they won't fix is a volkswagen get your german scum out of here Six one six five three two sixty six hundred for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their Google reviews on their website. Uh, found Vines, Irvine's.com. They got a car show coming up August 25th that I will be hosting, uh, raising funds for Casa of Kent County. 616-532-6600. Get your car fixed at Irvine's. Trouble with the AC or the heater unit? Heater unit. Trouble with the AC or the furnace? My God. Call upon A&E Heating and Cooling. That's Joe Martinez. He's an absolute legend. His commercials are not annoying. With some loudmouth crazy old bitch screaming at everybody. 616-516-8579 for Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. You need a new furnace? You need a new AC unit? Guess what? You're getting the best made. The comfort, make, uh, the, the, the comfort Maker voted number one in the world. 616-516-8579. Comfort Maker is so the Mercedes-Benz class of furnaces and air conditioners that there's only like three people in each state who can install them. They're very select with who installs them. Of course, that's Joe Martinez. He's the best in the business. All right. You need a mortgage? Check out the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Now's a great time to take some cash out of your house, okay? You got a hell of a lot more cash out of your house than you used to. Let's say you bought a house for $175,000, you know? Handful of years ago, it wasn't worth what it is now. Now it's worth $280,000 and your $15,000 in credit debt. Well, ding dong, don't pay the 20% interest on the credit card. Get the money out of your house, pay off the credit card, and then, you know, even take about an extra five grand out so that you can go on a vacation, and then you pay that off at five and a half percent. Come on, man, you got to think this through. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505, reach out today and mention my name. Continuing on with more of the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh let me get right to it. Tim Tebow has had sex. You might be like, what? Yeah. Uh, uh he he got married. And you know this guy is as straight and narrow as it as it gets. But uh Tim Tebow over the weekend got married to just uh, wow, I mean, she is just a spectacular-looking individual. Uh, these two are going to have the most beautiful kids ever. I mean, say what you want about Tebow. It was weird because, as you, if you remember, Tebow did nothing other than kind of stink at quarterback. He prayed his way into the National Football League somehow, and he was the chosen one. Because he made it into the NFL, and I can actually play quarterback better than Tim Tebow. He was kind of like just a big lummox battering ram who he would get the ball in his hands and then, you know, hit the line and the people would explode like bowling pins. And then, uh, you know, he'd he'd pick up a few yards. Somehow, I think he led the Denver Broncos to some, I think it was the AFC Championship game or something like that. It's pretty damn good. There, there was one uh, play when he somehow managed to actually get the throwing motion down, and I, I forgot the name of the dude, Demarius something. They called it the Hail Demarius, and the guy caught the ball and ran in for a touchdown. Denver wins. Tim Tebow. Was, oh my God, yeah, yes, thank God we got a God warrior who's really, uh, really walking the walk, in addition to talking the talk. And then he made, uh, he made no bones about it as his NFL career wound down, that uh, he's a virgin and proud to be a virgin. That's the end of it. I never quite understood the backlash about him because uh, he, he he didn't really uh, try to ram the religion thing down, down people's throats. It's just that, for some reason, people didn't like it. So, uh, Tebow now, I think he's a minor league baseball player in the New York Mets organization. He's eh, done pretty well. I think he's done a lot of stuff on TV, too. But, uh, you know, never really uh, never really um, got away from um, or I should say never really took off in the NFL. And it kind of dwindled. But who cares? You know, if you're in the business of Tim Tebow, the guy's got it made. And uh, so there's this uh, his girlfriend was a young lady by the name of Demi Lee Nell Peters. It's the strangest looking name. It's uh, D.E.M.I. dash L.E.I.G.H. Demi Lee, last name Nell-Peters. Okay, all right. The two get married in South Africa. And can you imagine what the wedding night was like? If you're Tim Tebow and you're, what, I don't know, 30 years old, you've never had sex your entire life. And I guess it, I mean, what he needs to come out and say, look, this is the extent of the relationship. Uh, she has either. he has, to, If he really wants to uh, drive point the home or drive home the point, excuse me, about celibacy. He needs to say, look, no one has ever touched my joint. The only time that my joint has ever uh, uh, done half of the procedure of recreating is a nocturnal emission at sleep because you know if if you're him you you can't really have touched yourself in any way shape or form i don't know i i think uh, i think the world needs to know what the extent of this uh, of this is and if he has managed to for sorry we got a dog brawl going on in here if it, it has managed to have been like 30 years he has never ever uh done a uh, self-imposed ejaculation can you just imagine the, uh, uh, tumultuous nature of the tsunami of reproductive material that would have, uh, <laughs> just overwhelmed his beautiful wife. I mean, you would have had to have had a, uh, like, like, a, a, a uh, a, emergency crew on team that, on, on crew there, you know, the, to like, uh, with like scuba gear, because if this guy has not done that, that's going to be ridiculous. It would be like in that, what was the movie? Was it Scary Movie? When uh, the chick got shot up onto the ceiling and was like stuck there? I mean, come on. The former NFL quarterback and current New York Mets minor leaguer married Demi Lee Nell-Peters over the weekend in South Africa. I've been looking forward to three things, Tebow told Steve helling of people magazine before the wedding. Now, you know, one of these three things has to be, uh, batching. Uh, the first thing I'm looking forward to is the first moment that I see her in her wedding dress. He then says the first kiss and he then says, and the first dance together as man and wife. It's such a special night. Now, you can say what you will about Tim Tebow. He's, uh, he's a very uh, sweet, kind, and generous man. But he's a liar because we all know what he's been waiting for. And I think he needs to come clean, pardon the pun, about that and say, look, I've put in my time, however many years. I don't even know how old this guy is. I'm, I just keep saying 30. I put in my 30 years this lady is going to look like a life-size toaster strudel in a matter of hours. And that is what I am looking forward to period end of story. Nothing more to discuss Uh toaster strudel. By the way, Tebow is featured uh, in the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Uh, well, just a little bit. They, they, uh, they, they played a clip from way back when it all went down and they, they asked him about Aaron Hernandez and he's surrounded by people. He's playing for the new Year, uh, new England Patriots. He was just kind of like a backup. And the guy is so sweet to the reporters. He's like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just praying for Aaron and, and all and the vic, uh, family members of the victim, uh, Odin Lloyd. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really not supposed to discuss this with any of you. And then someone asks like the same question, of course. And he goes, yeah, I know you have a job to do. And, And so do I. And right now my job is to not discuss an ongoing investigation. I appreciate you being here, though. He's, like, so sweet. You know, if it was Bill Belichick, you would have just punched him in the face. Uh, Tebow and Nell Peters were engaged in uh, January 2019. The couple's been together since 2018. A A year after Nell Peters won the Miss Universe pageant. Oh, my God. You know, I am. I am pretty sure that Tim Tebow, being in the business of Tim Tebow, is making more money than um, than he could have made while playing uh, NFL football. If I am him with this minor league thing, this minor league baseball, it's like, oh, forget it, man. Just stay in shape, keep that beautiful face together. Don't gain weight and be a fat slob. You are, you are sweet, kind, generous, outgoing. Everybody loves you. Just stay on TV. Don't get injured. Imagine if he gets plunked in the head with a with a with a uh, pitch and he, he can't speak anymore his face is all contorted his wife's gonna leave him. get out of sports man just stay there on TV and have sex with this beautiful woman and if you're her and tim and Tim uh Tebow's been a virgin, I mean that's uh ooh boy that's his uh that's a tall order. This, she, he's going to be like, uh, I mean, because now he's got a pass from God to have sex with uh, arguably one of the hottest women on the planet. And God's saying to him, I want you to give it to her. I mean, that's uh, that's some serious uh, credentials there. That's that's impressive. Uh, they got engaged in 2019. As I said, uh, according to the people write-up, the ceremony included parts of Tebow's... Um, American and Nell Peter's South African cultures. Oh, hopefully it's not apartheid. We're both very traditional, Nell Peter said. We wanted to look back. Can you imagine if they're like uh, beating up black guys walking down the aisle? I don't think that's the thing. I, sh- I should probably just not go down that road of that joke. Here we are the day after the King holiday. and you know, I'm like, yeah, that's apartheid jokes. We wanted to look back at the wedding and see that it was intimate. Oh, it's going to be intimate. All right. Elegant and traditional. We definitely wanted it to be something that we could look back on and know that nothing was dated. We want to remember this day for the rest of our lives. Oh, you will. You will. I think she survived. Well, congratulations to Tim. Remember that uh, during the Super Bowl, there was that video of, uh, I think it was a uh, a commercial about celibacy or something like that. He actually did like commercials during the Super Bowl that was funded by his God warriors about uh, about staying celibate. And that's, I think, a good thing. I mean, if you really want to make sure that you don't have a pregnancy too early or or, uh, or any sexually transmitted disease, you, you do like Tim Tebow, for God's sake. Well done. All right, putting a quick pause on this thing. That is the best of the Eric Zane show podcast to express to you that I am so happy that the Kent County health department is on board with the show. If you live in Kent County, Michigan, remember this website, accesskent.com slash health. Everything you need to know about things like HIV testing or any sexually transmitted infections. Translation. All diseases that you all have. I'm totally kidding. Please don't get upset and leave the show because of that joke. Anyway, there's also info there on the WIC program, not to mention any type of immunizations that you may need for your child. Measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, uh, cervical cancer vaccine, all part of the repertoire that is available for you potentially for free from the Kent County Health Department at accesskent.com/health TC Paintball the home of the Eric Zane Show Paintball Wars 18 in the books 19 had to be postponed uh postponed that is in English but Rick got sick with covid Because he's a nutty anti-vaxxer. He disputes that. Anyway, tcpaintballgr.com. Walk in during the week. Wednesdays, ladies' day. Not to mention, little league day on Wednesdays. Saturday, that's the real busy day. Schedule that action in advance. Whether it be workplace team building. Getting together with your bro friends. Bachelor, bachelorette party. If you're a hillbilly uh maybe the neighborhood kids want to do something fun maybe the dad's club all tc you will not be let down fully stocked pro shop everything you need at tc paintball thank you so much they are awesome and finally blue frost it the managed it service provider for the eric saint show podcast i need them in the event that my tech melts down basically i pay for an insurance policy every week every week every month here's a few bucks if i need them boom in a moment's notice they're on it remote in fixed blue frost it but that's not all that they do if your business needs a tech upgrade you need to sit down for just a handful of minutes with alan from blue frost it about what your business needs he's going to ask you very uh a series of questions it's going to Give him information about what's going to make your business some, and he's going to make recommendations based on what you tell him. You need more info? You can email info at bluefrostit.com. Go to their website, bluefrostit.com, or call 616 200 8550 Okay, one more segment on the best of. Here it is. So yesterday, uh, it was, uh, it was quite a day because, uh, as Wednesday went on during my dad's segment for dear meathead, uh, it was revealed on, uh, during that segment, my dad was said, yeah, the TV just crapped out. We got to get a new TV. And I was thinking to myself, man, these Xaniacs, they're going to, they're going to pounce on this one. I know them they're, And sure enough, within seconds, they were clamoring to see who could get him a TV. And, uh, I, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but later on in the day when having a discussion, uh, with, uh, with Kenny, he's, it was, I was, uh, having a bad day. It was, um, it was, uh, cause I had uh, that, uh, bit of drama, uh, that I had to deal with during the day. And it was really upsetting me. Um, Kenny said, Hey man, <laughs> Hey, I got some good news for you, man. You're going to love this. I know your dad said he didn't want a TV cause my dad was like adamant nobody help me he's one of these you know he's old school he's proud i am uh no no he doesn't want anybody to do anything nice for him he's one of those people kenny's like man we know your dad that he's uh he lost that tv so we're gonna we're gonna help him out we we gathered the powers of good we rallied the troops <laughs> yeah we, we got him a tv mate i go oh well that's that's awesome and i he goes i want you to tell him because i don't want you to a uh, Actually, I said to him, I go, Kenny, I, I, I'm going to tell him because I don't want him to go buy one, okay? And uh, so that all happens. I call dad. He's he's like, oh, my God. No, he's like, first he's like, oh, Jesus this is terrible. Oh, my God. But this is, he's happy. He's like, I'm so embarrassed, but they are so great. You know, he's not, he's not upset in any way, okay? So then Kenny says, I get a note yesterday. He says, hey, man, I just got word it got delivered. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, he goes, yeah, it came early. <laughs> yeah, hey, mate. So I'm like, yeah, all right. And so uh, I might, I don't even know what part of the day I told this story yesterday. It might have been on the Patreon. I think it was. And uh, so like I call him, Kenny says, uh, he's told me that the thing had been delivered in the 11 a.m. hour. And this is like 1.30. So I call dad and I go, hey, dad, uh, uh, you got a package. What? Yeah, there's something on your front porch. It was delivered. What do you? How would you know? He doesn't get the idea of you know they send you a notification. Your package has been delivered. So he's he's flummoxed by that, and he opens the door. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's a big TV here. How did you know it was coming? So I explained that, and uh, I I don't know if it if it resonated. Uh, some of these tech things don't, I mean, he was floored. My dad, when we did the, uh, dear meathead, uh, zoom and, uh, Kenny was on that with all the audience members ask, uh, asking him questions. And in Kenny's background, da- uh, Kenny had grabbed a Google maps picture of their house and they were like, what wizardry is this? What is going on guy? How are you in front of my house? Wait a minute! And he's like opening the window. Where are you? No, he wasn't really, but it—it it, it blows their mind what you can do. So um, there's this TV, and it's—it's uh, it's a fifty-inch TV, and so right away they're like, "Oh man, it might be too big because they have a very small place." But uh, you know, I look at this as whatever uh if it's too big there's uh, a million and one ways to remedy this uh th- and it's this is a, this is no problem well it turns out that i am now in the middle of uh joanne and my dad worried about how it will look if it's revealed that it's too big and they need a different tv they're worried about how that will look for the people who gave them this tv and kenny is equally distraught and upset that they could be to some degree in his mind which they're not inconvenienced. so it's i'm stuck in the middle of a of a everybody's too sweet sandwich and they really are you got joanne and dad are uh, completely going off of the deep end about having to return it and get one that's just a little bit smaller not a big deal and kenny who's like oh man oh my god oh no this is terrible well what what's going on <laughs> it's too big man what are we gonna do oh it's no problem man walmart's just down the street just take it back and uh They'll just get a smaller TV. Oh my God! Are you crazy? <laughs> Damn, but they're old. How are they gonna do that? They're fine. If, if even if they didn't have legs, there's one million people that live there that can take care of this for them. But they gotta take it back. Yeah. It's cool. You're in you're in great shape. You have this. So and then, okay, <laughs> this is how- and this is, uh, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you got to for the story. So I'm like, hey, hey, man. Because uh, he he had anticipated it was going to be too big because I was tipping him off that it might be too big. So I called him, go, hey, Kenny. Yeah, man. <laughs> Break it to <through> me slow. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, the TV's too big. Oh, my God. Oh, damn hell, Team Gucci. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Kenny, you're you're a saint. I love you so much. <laughs> what are we gonna do? I'll take care of it. Uh I call up Joanne. Uh Joanne, um how are you? I'm terrible. Why? Because I feel so bad that we gotta take so kind to us it's just incredible and we're just bad human beings we're the worst <laughs> is it okay if we take it back yes it is yeah I know exactly what to do what do we do I'll tell you okay bye click call Kenny up yeah man uh, uh, they just and it turns out that Joanne uh, called you know what Kenny said well here, here's what you do man I'm so broken up. You're going to have to have them call Walmart and just take him back. Okay, great. Joanne calls Walmart. Walmart says, well, actually she found out some information and I was here doing the podcast, doing the Patreon. And I see a text from Diana. that says, Joanne is ruined. You have to call her or something like that. So I call her and she picks it up and uh, it's actually on the Patreon. You're going, hello. Joanne, how are you? Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, hang on. I'll, I'll call you back. Click. Finish the Patreon. Call her up. I go, "What's up, Joanne?" And now I'm expecting her to say, "Uh, your, uh, your dad's dead," or, or I don't know. We <laughs> we need a receipt, a proof of purchase. We can't just take it back. What are we gonna do? I go, "Well, I'll take care of it. I'll, I can get that. It's this is an email thing." Oh, Kenny. Okay. Yeah, hey babe. We're going all <laughs> her death. Yeah. Okay, anybody. Um, this is no problem. Don't sweat it. I'm gonna get the uh, all I need is the email. Oh my god. Yeah, you just gotta send me the email and then I'll send it to Joanne and then she prints it and then it's done. Oh, that well, oh my this is the worst day of my entire life. buddy it's okay man seriously and I'm just I'm being as polite I'm just like okay okay it's gonna be all right hold on I figure he needs to represent himself here a little bit here
3: hey (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm cracking up. You are, uh, you are just, <laughs> just the most amazing human being on the planet. You and all those wonderful people that that said that they want to help my dad. Uh, they, 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 and I are so lucky.
3: <laughs> well, we all love you guys, man. But
1: you were yeah. so distraught yesterday. You, you, no, you no, were.
3: man, I just said thanks for making me sound like a hillbilly oh. widow, man. <laughs>
1: You were just—you were very, very worried about them, which is again another proof of your uh, of your sweetness and wonderful soul. You didn't like—you didn't like the idea that outside of opening the box and turning the TV on, they would be inconvenienced in any way. You didn't like that.
3: No, of course not. I didn't want them to have to do anything except you know open yeah. it up, put the little feet on it, yeah, plug it in.
1: Yeah. Well. So I was in the middle between you and Joanne, and uh, so it was—it was just a riot as it all unfolded. I'm, and I'm like, just taking it all in, in the back of my head. I was like, how am I gonna present this on the on the podcast? This is this is like the highlight of the of of the weekend, and the weekend hasn't even happened yet.
3: <laughs> well, man, I, I just hope they don't have any issues with you know getting the uh, the other TV and swapping it out.
1: I don't think so. This is what happened. I, um, after I, I, um, I got the receipts from the, uh, you, cause you sent me two emails that indicated proof of purchase. So right. I made it very clear to them. I go, all right, I'm just good. This is what you do. Cause I called the store myself and I got all the directions. Oh, you did? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm going to hang up with you and then I'll finish the story.
3: All right. But I need to clarify real quick. Yeah. Yesterday on Patreon, you said, I don't know why, but it cracked me up more. You said that your dad opened the door to see it, and he goes, "Son of a bitch."
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. He,
3: which way did, did that is that the way it went? Down? Yeah,
1: that's exactly what he goes, "Son of a bitch! What the hell? Yeah. There's a TV here. How did you know, guys?"
3: <laughs> see, I can I can probably tackle uh, doing an impersonation of your impersonation of your dad. Yes. but I still can't. I still can't do the Eric Zane. Well, um, yeah, northerner. Well.
1: That's because I'm off. i all. I'm. I'm all over the place. I just yell.
3: <laughs> I just yell and scream a lot.
1: All right. I appreciate <laughs> you. I'm gonna finish the story. All right, man. See you. Okay. So the key with my dad and Joanne is to avoid confusion. So my goal here, sandwiched in between Joanne completely distraught over the idea that she has somehow convinced herself that um, the TV being too big is like an insult, which it's not. And Kenny being just ruined over the fact that they would be in any way inconvenienced, uh, I'm trying to smooth it over. And every conversation that I have with these two parties is like, no problem. I got it taken care of. I'll help you. I'll, I'll I'll make sure everything's good. So, you know, I say to Joanne, I go, look, I have the documentation and I've called the store. I call the store and I go, so how does this work? They go, well, you know, Walmart.com is separate from Walmart. and I go, okay, what should I do? They go, this is what your parents do. Have them bring the TV. And the proof of the purchase in the email. And I go, now, it's not me, and it's not them. Another person bought it for them as a gift. She goes, no problem. All we need to see is that it was purchased and the TV. That's it. I go, easy. She goes, yes, sir. And then we're going to take that amount, and we're going to transfer the amount spent to a gift card. We're going to hand it to your folks. They're going to go into the store, pick out whatever they want in the store for a TV or whatever they want. Uh, they're they're going to get a TV and uh, they get that TV. They go to the checkout and cash it out. That's it. And uh, there'll be a little bit of Kenny said, Hey man, <laughs> As, Hey, look, <laughs> you got it. The, the smaller TV that they're going to get it's gonna be less expensive. So you take that extra money, you let them keep it. You <laughs> let them keep it, babe. Because it's just terrible that they gotta do this. I'm so sad. Ah! 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 So I said to Joanne, I go, look, Joanne, uh This is what you do. And I, I repeated all this to her. That the lady told me from Walmart. She's uh, she's ruined by that. I go, yeah, but that's really simple. It's all you got to do. Now, remember I said, avoiding confusing things is key. Because that leads to worry. Especially my dad. The dementia, as I've mentioned many times, it manifests him. Everybody's different. But him, he worries. So I say to Joanne, give me your email ad- address again. And I start to type it in. And I think I already have it. Okay. I take Kenny's email, one of two. Hit the forward button, subject line. Proof of purchase, TV, one of two. I start to type Joanne's name. The address pops up. I click it. Send. Second email. Hit the forward button. Same thing. Send. Problem. It's an old email address. I don't know that. I've sent it. Two hours passed. I look at my phone, I got a voicemail message from uh, my dad. Back, let me call this up. I can't see. Listen to the worry. Hey, Eric. This is it honey? Uh, I didn't know whether you're going to send that message
3: right away or not. About that uh,
1: uh,
3: replacing that uh, gift that there was sent to us. As of this time, which is about five to uh, seven, we have not received any messages. <laughs> So I am just informing you that what's going on. You know, if you need to
1: tell me about what's going on, give me a call. Otherwise, we'll just let it go until we hear from you. Bye. No man. This is bad. So I'm like, oh, shit. I know for a fact for the last two hours, they've just been sitting there staring at the computer screen, refresh, 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 waiting, waiting. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe they never sent us a TV. Oh my
2: god, this is all my fault. <laughs> ah,
1: fuck. So I call him, I go, Uh you have to start the conversation with these people with, Hey, I listened to your voicemail. Because if he picks it up and says, Hello guy, and you just say, Hi dad, and don't immediately say, I listened to your voicemail. As soon as you say, hi, dad, he's going to go, uh, honey, uh, I love you. And, uh, and, uh, we, uh, have waited for two hours and we have not yet. See- <laughs> we have not seen that anyway, this email come in. So perhaps it is, uh, never happened. And, uh, p- perhaps, uh, there is uh, some, uh, significance. Uh, perhaps you could call.
3: Oh my God.
1: To do what is happening? And uh so I, I right away say, Dad, hey, uh hello. Hi, Dad, it's Eric. I listened to your voicemail. Ah, you heard. Yes. I sent it to the wrong email address. You did? Oh. Okay, no problem. I will resend right now. I resent it. Short time later, I get a message back. We got it. I'm like, hey. Now, uh, from beginning to end, uh, the beginning of this adventure to the end of this adventure, it was like noon to like 9 p.m. And at least uh, 30 or 40 gallons of tears between these two. Oh God! All right, so that is uh, that's basically yeah, that is the uh, the drama of the uh, of the TV, and I was stuck stuck in the middle with you. All right, that is it. Putting the wraps on this edition of the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. As you know, this show is written, produced, directed, performed, sold, created curated and masturbated by me eric zane thoughts and concerns pass them along eric at eric i'd love to hear from you i have a patreon patreon.com eric zane if you want more podcasting thank you so much talk to you later bye bye
0: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas